It's been a hard working week for the city of Philadelphia as they post a record of 9-6-2 since the last episode. Most of the wins coming from the Phillies, as you would expect, four of them, in fact. Uh, the Flyers have a 2-2 two and two record from the last week. So do the Sixers. The Fusion picked up a win, and the F- and the Union, I should say, picked up the loss. Um, but there's so much more to talk about today, so sit down, relax, and enjoy the ride here on The Orange Line. Alright, so like I said, this is The Orange Line, episode 16, the one and only 8 for 8 Philadelphia sports podcast in all of Philadelphia. That's going to be my claim to fame here. Uh, But welcome back. It is uh, Thursday, March 7th, I believe. So that's pretty awesome. Um, Like I said, lots to talk about. so why not just jump right into it with the Philadelphia Phillies? Um, like I said, they were able to pick up four wins, uh, lost only once, and tied twice, uh, which you will only see in the uh, the spring training. But I th- I think it it should go to say that uh, that's a pretty good a uh, pretty good sign. I mean, at, at least it shows that the the jobbers that we have on our team are uh, are at least pretty decent. So. That, that's pretty good, but in all honesty, it's just making me more and more excited for the season. I mean, Aaron Knoll is coming. I did order that jersey after all. Um, we we have Reese Hoskins, who it's going to be great to see him back. And, of course, we have um, our newest addition, Bryce Harper. Rockin' number three. Love a guy. Love the guy. What a, what a, what a class act. Um, saying that he's going to wear number three instead of 34 because of, uh, and, well, to, to honor Roy Halladay, which is, it's it's so great. So already feeling that brotherly love, man. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for this season. Um, speaking of him, he's going to have his first at-bats coming up on uh, Saturday. He's going to be the designated hitter in that game. Um which uh, should be real exciting, considering the fact that, I mean, we, we've we seen him have some at-bats in uh, some simulated games. We've seen him, uh, well, just swing, swing a bat, pretty much. Uh, but we haven't seen him in-game yet in actual pitching situations. So it's going to be, it's, it's going to be pretty good to see, um, what what he can do for this team and you know these uh these first at bats coming up on Saturday against the Blue Jays uh should be pretty interesting to watch uh once again Phillies have a full week as uh is usual for a uh, a baseball team uh had two games today against the Yankees and Tigers 
in which they uh, won against the the Detroit Tigers 3-1, but lost against the, against the Yankees uh, 6-0. Um, but for the rest of the week, we still have uh, the Braves on Friday, the Blue Jays Saturday, uh, Sunday is going to be the Orioles. Monday is the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Uh, yes, I still call them de- the Devil Rays. Shout out to Steve Irwin. Um, and then uh, Wednesday, we have uh, the Yankees once again. So hopefully we can we can take them down this time. Uh, but um, yeah, pretty excited for uh, for the season. I tried to get uh, season tickets. I mean, not season tickets. The spring tickets, um, but that didn't go well. But there was the the day game pass or the, or the weekday pass or whatever, and that was sold out. And uh, obviously, obviously, the home opener is sold out. Big discrepancy in ticket prices too. Um, if you check, I believe the uh, the last time I saw, StubHub had uh, home opener tickets that were in. A section I had no idea existed for $110. That was the cheapest ticket on the market. And then looking to the very next game, uh, there the tickets were about $21. So uh, I think people are a little excited for this home opener to see Bryce Harper's first regular season at-bats for uh for the Phillies against the Braves. Uh so a little bit of NL East play to start off the season. Um which is going to be great and uh still saying on the topic of Bryce Harper, he has gotten in to a little bit of trouble with the Angels, I believe, either the Angels or the Angels complained so much that the MLB is saying something to him. Uh but it's pretty much on the the you know, grounds that, like, why why is this dude going out and talking about recruiting players to the team that he literally just joined? Um, they're a little annoyed at it, but, I, I mean, people can just say things. I It's it's all talk for now. I'm, I'll, I'll wait and see if, uh, if Mike Trout actually comes here, which I really hope he does. I love having Philadelphia people on my Philadelphia teams. Um, so, Trout... It'd be really cool to see you. Stick around. We got a great city here. Bryce Harper's here. That's pretty cool. Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid, who is still out for the 76ers. They had a game last night against the Chicago Bulls in a heartbreaker. A 108-107 loss. Um, I don't know who it was on the Bulls. And I once again, I should do my research. But I don't know who it was on the Bulls. But the last play of the game... They had about five seconds with the ball, inbounds the pass, and whoever it was just drives up the lane. He just drives straight up the middle, and uh, easy two to put them up by one. And I, I've admitted that I don't know basketball as well as I probably should, and I've been learning, I've been trying, but even without any previous knowledge of basketball looking at that as a sports play i go what the hell is wrong with that defense there's no way that should happen five seconds left in a game when you're up by one up by one thanks to uh jimmy butler making two uh 
very, very good free throws uh, to go up 107 to 106 at that point in the game. And, I mean, it, it ends up getting ruined because of just poor defense on on part of the Sixers. And after after the shot was made, they had 0.5 seconds to, to inbound the pass and get a shot off, which is next to nothing. So it's it's real upsetting to to see a loss like that. I mean the the Sixers are without two big stars in Joel Embiid and uh Boban. But like come on guys. It's it's something that I would expect from a team say like the Flyers where they've they've been struggling throughout the season. They haven't had, you know, the best defensive. But like the the Sixers are a good team. I mean, they're they're without two of their big stars. I've said that before. I literally just said it. But they they're still playing well. I mean, they they beat OKC and the Orlando Magic, who have been doing well. Uh, I mean, recently they they're still. Uh, I, I believe I saw that they were thirty and something. I don't know. They they didn't have a winning record. And if I'm wrong about that, sorry. I, uh, I I don't care about their record. I care about Philadelphia's record. And in the last week, they they were 50-50, so that's good. I mean, at least we didn't have a losing week. But, like, we easily could have won this game. And, you know, that, that would have been two wins in a row. Um, and... It's unfortunate that we didn't. I'm I'm looking forward to uh you know getting into the playoffs, getting into the nitty-gritty with this team. But realistically, it's it's so annoying to see stuff like that. Like I said, I expect stuff like that from from a team that like may have had their struggles or something. I don't know. Um but anyway, for the week coming up, we have the Rockets on Friday, uh, the Pacers on Sunday. Shout out to my buddy Sam Fritz, big Pacers fan. And uh, then we have LeBron's old team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, the latter two games are at home. Um, I think I think the Pacers will be a good a good bearing on how this team is. I know that the Pacers are doing fairly well from talking with uh, with my buddy. So it's I think it's, it's going to be a good idea of where this team actually stands because if we play teams that are better than us, it's kind of to be expected that they might not perform quite as well. But at the same time, I mean, we did beat OKC. Um, we didn't lose by much. To uh, the Golden State Warriors, we only lost by three, one twenty to one seventeen. Um, but yeah, I I think there's there's so much room for this team to grow, and I think uh, I I really think it's it's getting down to crunch time. These guys gotta get ready for playoffs. They they had a taste of that, you know, atmosphere last year. Uh, making it into the second round, uh, so I r- realistically I think uh, that these these guys should do better, 
and I expect better of them. So uh, let's 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 do this, Sixers. Um, and with all that, I mean, I I, I mentioned the Flyers being uh, fairly poor defensively, but honestly, they haven't of late. Uh, they've they've done pretty well. Uh, in the past week, they also split two two, but uh, they had an overtime loss, so they they at least walked away with one point. I should have uh, remembered that when I did my official you know the the beginning uh, record thing. It it actually changes it to nine five and three, which in my eyes looks a lot better. Um, the the Flyers having a two one and one week, uh, picking up five points in their last four games so I think that's pretty good I mean I know we're still seven points out of uh of where this team should be but uh I I mean I, I still feel pretty good I feel I feel confident with this team last night was not great um, uh, losing five to three to the Capitals, the uh, defending Stanley Cup champions. Boo. Um, I mean, it, I I expected it to be a a tough game, but holy cannoli, five to nothing. So early on in the game, I. I just kept looking over, and boom, there was a goal. Boom, there was a goal. Boom, there was a goal. And that made it tough for me to watch the Sixers game, and, you know, we we just discussed how that game went. So I <laughs> last night was not a good night for Philadelphia. The rest of the week was. I mean, up at that point, we were, you know, 9-3-3. Three, and three, So, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty good. But, yeah, I... This team struggled last night, but they did not look bad in the last week. Uh, like I said, they lost in overtime, and that was to the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Then uh, the Jersey Devils was a 6-3 win, which is great. I love beating the Devils. love beating old rivals. Um, and then the Islanders, a team who is doing incredibly well at that point. They were first in the Metropolitan, um, and are uh, currently in second, and they're two points below uh, Washington, so that's cool, but we beat them, Uh, so that's actually even better. Good for us. It shows that we're able to at least play against these teams now, Uh, because looking looking at the team two months ago, two and a half months ago, there's no way. I mean, if you told me that you know the the Islanders had 83 points. They were posting the 38, 21, and seven record, and uh, our team beat them four to one at their home. Yeah, I'd I'd be a little skeptical, but um, I honestly I like this this team's looking good recently, and that's 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 the thing that you know is most important to me. Um, and uh, Travis Sandheim has been real hot scoring. Philip Myers just had his first goal last night. Shout out to Phil. Uh, does he go by Phil or or just Philip Myers? 
I don't know. That's a question for next time. Um, but yeah, I think uh I think if this team really wants to make the playoffs, they're they're going to have to absolutely make a push and they're 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 going to have to do everything they can against every single opponent. Um because it like I said, 7 points behind uh the second wild card spot. We have a mountain to climb. And I think this team can do it. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. Uh, I'll, I'll be real honest about that. But uh, I I do think that we can do it. Coming up in the week ahead on Saturday, we have uh, the Islanders again um, back in uh, in Long Island on Long Island in one or the other. They're 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 in New York. Um, and then on Monday we have the Ottawa Senators finally at home. Um. And a little foreshadowing for next week. Uh, we are playing the Capitals again, so hopefully we can redo what uh, what had happened on Wednesday. Oh, and I did want to mention this in regards to uh, the the game yesterday. Um, like I said, we were down five nothing at one point. We won- We lost the game uh, five to three, which means that we scored through scored three unanswered goals. And for those three goals, I felt like uh, at that point, Philadelphia had a, a better standing in the game, I'll say. They, they seemed to have their, their, their feet under them. So uh, on the, the tail end of that game, it felt like Philadelphia was, was fighting a little more, which is good and uh, endearing when it comes to uh, until playing them again next week. Um, but, uh, only two games this week, hoping to, uh, continue the trend of beating the Islanders and, uh, then just continue to win more games. I think Ottawa should be a pretty decent game as well, but, uh, that's, that is that. Um, moving on to something else, it is Thursday, and what we know about Thursday is that it's time for Overwatch League uh, matches as usual, run Thursday through Saturday. Um, and the Fusion only have one match this week. They are up against the Las Vegas Valiant. That's a weird name. Um, but I kind of get it. <laughs> um, all names aside, though, very, very excited, as I usually am. I think Overwatch is a very underrated sport. People usually brush it off because they're like, oh, you know, esports, gaming. <laughs> it's fun. It's really fun to watch. Um, so I'm excited. The Fusion uh, were able to win last week against uh, Washington, um, which is uh, which is real good. Um, they are three and two. So uh, last week they were obviously able to bounce back from an uh, 0-2 week, where um, they lost to the Fuel and the Mayhem. Um, but I, uh, I, I hope that it was only because of a uh, a sick boombox that um that they struggled in uh, week two. Uh, week three, they still were without Boombox, but uh, they were able to pull out the win. And finally, for week four, Boombox is back. 
So uh, the Fusion will be playing at full strength, um, and it's 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 going to be fun. It always is. Um, I I love talking about the Fusion. I love talking about Carpe because he's he's so full of BM. He's always trash talking, and he's insanely good. Um, and uh, I I think it's going to be real real fun going into uh, the end of the stage and getting into stage playoffs. So, like I said, uh, it's going to be tonight, Thursday, at 10 o'clock. So if you're listening to this beforehand, go and check it out. And uh, if you're listening to it afterwards, I hope the Fusion won. That's always good to hear. Always love winning for Philadelphia. And a team that needs to start doing that is the Union. They... um, I think historically they are not uh, Philadelphia's best team. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're they're one of the newest teams. I think uh, Fusion beats them out, or maybe the Wings. Do the Wings technically count? No, they don't. Um, but the uh, the Union are one of Philadelphia's newest teams, and uh, just I admittedly they felt underwhelming the whole time. I, I always felt like there were supposed to be some big things happening. There were a few uh, big names like Freddie Adu. You remember when Freddie Adu was like 14 and, uh, and you know, was playing professional somewhere. It was probably like some B-League or whatever. But was playing professional soccer and everyone was losing their mind. And then he came to Philadelphia and did absolutely nothing. Um, yeah, me too. Um... But the the Fusion did lose last week. They lost 3-1 to one, uh, to Toronto. Upsetting part is that it was the season opener and the home opener. So uh, Fusion are starting uh, the climb early, I'll say. They are, uh, they're, they're, they're going to make us really fight for this season, which is fine. That's the way Philadelphia does things. Um, coming up this week, we are going to be playing against Sporting Kansas City. That's an interesting name. Um, we are going to be away. Um, but I think I think this team could do a lot better. I think a lot of uh, the MLS teams could do a lot better. Um, I'll say it. I'll say it. Uh, the MLS is not as premier as the Premier League, but it is really fun. I love the uh, the feel of uh, that European sports feel brought over into the U.S. I believe I said that last week too. Um, but yeah, I uh, I do really like the Union. I really hope for the best for the Union, and uh, I know Fabian is a. Uh, is looking to uh, continue his trend of doing well. I mean, I know it was still a loss, but in his first game, Marco Fabian, uh, he scored his first goal for the Union, which is great. I love it. Um, Because, uh, I mean, it, it shows he's out there to play. It shows he is uh, ready to get uh, 
Meow, some some strikes in. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be fun to watch the rest of this season. It always is with the Union. Sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're really bad. But uh, I I just uh, I can't stop loving it. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we still have more sports to talk about, like the AFL. The Soul are still getting uh, back into things. I know they were talking about um, how they just assigned their uh, their top wide receiver in, uh, I believe his name was Money Rodriguez or something like that. I'll get back at you with that. But the Soul are uh, getting ready to um, to start their season. I know I am extremely excited. The heart and soul of Philadelphia, Money Reynolds was the name of the wide receiver. He is all set and back to play in the 2019 Arena Football League. We also have our dude at center, Dan Rodabo. I got to I got to make sure that I know all of the uh pronunciations of this team. But uh no, very excited to um to get Soul Football back Arena Football games. Uh, just like Union games are a different feel. Uh, I've been to a few back uh, when they were like insanely good back in like 2008, 2009. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a different feel, but it is absolutely a fun time. It's all the fun of football, except sped up and inside. I don't know what's not to love about it. So uh, be on the lookout for when the Soul start their season, but for right now, still in the off season, Just like the Eagles, um, who have made a few signings, I know I saw that they, uh, they have um, Brandon Graham back for uh, three more years. I believe his uh, contract was uh, extended. So that is great for them. Um... I think this team is, just like last season, looking very ready to uh, to to get back to playing and uh, get back into the the playoff mindset. Uh, one of the biggest factors I've said since last season is going to be uh, keeping Carson Wentz healthy. In my eyes, he is very injury prone. Um, and, uh, for my controversial statement of the week, I, uh, I, I think we should have traded him. I think we should have kept Nick Foles, traded, uh, Carson Wentz and gotten some real good wide receivers out there. Maybe someone like, uh, like Antonio Brown, like just, we, we could get Antonio Brown, have him on the team. That'd be real cool. That'd be a fun time. Antonio Brown for Carson Wentz and uh uh case of root beer i don't know uh if they felt like they still owed a little bit for Carson Wentz but uh no this this team's going to be fun to watch uh they always are um so i it's just going to be interesting to see how Carson Wentz does 
and what happens when he inevitably gets hurt again. I hope he doesn't. I hope his knees are okay. I hope his shoulders and his throwing arms are all perfect. Uh, because if if he could pull a uh, a season together like the uh, the 2017 season, then uh, it, it, I think this team is is set to be a, a new dynasty. I'll say that this team absolutely has the possibility of being just one of the best teams in the NFL for a few years, which is real cool. I want to say that they could be like the next, um, the, uh, I'm blanking on the name. They could be the next, um, Patriots. I don't know why I couldn't think of the Patriots, but, uh, no one's going to be the Patriots. We all hate them. We don't want to admit it, but it is honestly the truth. Um, so there is that. But we have one last sport to get to, and that is your Philadelphia Wings. Lacrosse is back in Philadelphia. Um, I mean that both in the fact that this is their year returning back and also because it is uh, coming back from a two-week break. We have the Buffalo Bandits. This team also full of busters. Um, like I've said before, uh, my brother, Kevin, he's been on the podcast before. Check out the old episodes. Um, but he has season tickets, so uh, I was lucky enough to go down to the first game for Philadelphia in which we played the Buffalo Bandits and lost, I uh, I believe, um, which was... Which was not fun, but we uh we have a chance to get a little bit of redemption. I remember when I was there, uh, you know, his seats are very nice, so I'm almost able to yell directly at a player. And the atmosphere too is is not as grand as uh as like a Flyers game. So if you yell something, it's uh it's audible. So uh, I'm I'm pretty much able to yell at uh, the other team, and Trevor Trevor Baptiste is is just going off in the face off uh, circle, winning everything. And uh, one of the dudes on the other team, he you know uh, he he loses the face off. They run down and uh, wing score a goal. So he comes up, and I'm screaming, "That's on you! That one's on you!" And then. Uh, you know, with later in the game, he loses another face-off, and then, uh, you know, the the reverse happens. The Bandits go down, and they score against the Wings. And I'm like, oh, man, must feel pretty good to have something good happen. I mean, besides the fact that you suck in the circle. And, you know, he gave me a look, and he was like, oh, bra 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 Um, Then come the end of the game, uh, Bandits end up winning. I was like, yeah, I mean, you still lost every face-off. And he turns around and he just points out his uh, his sweater at the Bandits logo. And I'm like, yeah, good response. Uh, so the team's full of busters. Uh, almost all teams are, besides the uh, Philadelphia Wings, of course. Last time we got to see them in action in Philadelphia was uh, um, 
two, three weeks ago, um, on Saturday, we played against New England, and, uh, we won at home, lost away, though, um, but at home, we were able to see Matt Rambo, my, uh, my fellow Abington, uh, alum, shout-outs to him, um, we got to see him score a hat-trick, and, uh, would love to see him score another one on Friday, Fortnite Friday, or even see the big cat, Kevin Crowley, uh, do his thing, and, uh, rip a few really, really nice shots, um, but, uh, as a, as, uh, always, I'm very excited for the Wings, as you should be too, I'm very excited for the next week, for, uh, for all of Philadelphia, it's gonna be a fun time coming up. We're getting close to playoffs. We're getting close to the nitty gritty in some seasons, and we're getting close to the start of some seasons. So, uh, with all that being said, thank you so much for listening to the Orange Line Philadelphia's Eight for Eight Sports Podcast, the only one. I have been your host, Doctor BHD. If you want to. Feel free to follow me on social media. It is going to be at Dr. PhD, D-O-C-T-E-R-P-H-D. Um, feel free to go there. I have uh, plenty of tweets. I usually live tweet whatever event I'm watching. And I know I've been saying this for a couple of weeks, but I am finally getting together uh, to uh, start a wrestling podcast. So if you're interested in that. It is on its way. I believe I'm going to start either before or after the uh, the event WrestleMania. Uh, so, like I said, be on the lookout. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening. I've been your host. It has been such a pleasure to talk to all of you. And I will see you next time. <laughs>